Hey yo, I flow with the wisdom of consciousness in my energy Even at a time when I'm surrounded by my enemies Compounded by the wisdom, the vocal point of my synergy Remove the hate, now let's get into the itinerary The topic of discussion was always the repercussion But elevating your mind is the only thing I'm discussing True to bloodline massacre, similar to Evoscus But I'm a student just trying to obtain my bachelor's The knowledge I was given was interwoven with wisdom And my brother always taught me how to stay apart of prison So I grew up with the pain, the focal point of the strain 14 years old, I was trying to make a name People around me lost their way, I wasn't trying to do the same Standing in the storm, I was trying to count the rain Not the blessings of the only thing I'm counting every day Yes, I'm counting every day So many people ask me, Brother Ben X, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates. 
notifications and let you guys know how we made 130,000 in two days. Peace. All right, family. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Brother Ben X show. I'm live right now with Brother Larry and Brother Captain Dennis. Uh, two brothers who had who who showed us I'm standing on in the nation of Islam, who have been great mentors um for me. What we're gonna be talking about today, as you can see on the flyer, we're gonna be talking about war stories, we're gonna be talking about what happened back in the day, we're gonna be talking about the minister. As you can see, the flyer says walking with Farrakhan. So uh, as you all know me, I'm Brother Ben X, student of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. My channel got terminated. So um, if you're new to the channel, uh, the channel was called Brother Ben X. I had over 2000 videos on my YouTube. I had a bunch of clips of the minister and breaking down the teachings of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan as taught by uh, or taught to us by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So I pretty much try to grow the social media platforms through covering current events, but also putting the teachings in there because the minister has given so much guidance to us so we can avoid some of these situations that we are going through. And if we have already went through them, how to get over them. So I'm going to turn over uh, the show to my brother, Larry, who is uh, the orchestrator of this show. He put us put us two together he actually put me and captain dennis together as well in north carolina so he's been a great brother at uh closing the gap in our nation so brother larry take it over listen first brother ben x it's an honor brother to be connected with the youth um i listen to you all the time so i want to thank you know i mean i want to thank a lot brother you know and i want to thank god i want to thank whoever you want to use whatever name you want to use to describe whatever you believe i just want to thank them man be you know, for closing a gap for me, because I use social media all the time, but I don't use it, you know, to DM, you know, sisters. I don't use it, you know, to, uh, you know, to to demean our people. Um, I don't use I'm not a rapper. You know, I'm not a singer. I'm not an entertainer. I don't, you know, do any of that well. So I don't use it for that. But what I use it for is to gain knowledge, to gain more knowledge and understanding, to gain more patience. You know, and to take that knowledge that I'm getting off of social media to then apply it in my everyday life. So, Brother Ben X, you're one of those brothers that I use to connect to the youth because I'm 45 years old, get ready to be 46. And so I use it in that light. I use it in that manner, you know, to go out and get knowledge. And Brother Captain, while I was incarcerated uh, in prison, in, in, in federal prison, Brother Captain was a brother that I looked at on videos for many years and I admired for a long time. And I remember sitting in prison along with many of the brothers who are home now, and I'm sure many are more are coming home soon. We would sit back and we would say, man, when we get home, we're going to thank those brothers, man. You know, when we get home, we're going to, if I go to Savior's Day, I'm going to go home, I'm going to thank those brothers. And these were brothers that were standing behind and standing with, and sisters as well, with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I go to Savior's Day, I'm gonna go So you know, <laughs> so you know, these are brothers like Brother Captain, who I admire from afar, and now that I'm home, it's a blessing. Because I'm able to connect with people that I never could connect to before when I was incarcerated. So I know what it is to stand in line and wait for the phone. I know what it is to have to wait, you know, once a day, and everybody rushes out to the phone and you only can use it once a day, and I also know what it is to only use it once a week. So brothers like Brother Captain, I probably would never know the way I know right now. Look at our brother. 
You understand? I would probably never know a brother as well as I know him now if it was not for something like this vehicle that we call Facebook or social media. So I'm very grateful, Brother Captain, to have you as well, you know, uh, to be able to speak to you. And you're my elder. You're my uncle. You're my big brother. You're my father figure, you know. And so now that I've had you in my life for years and I've been taking the wisdom and advice from you and many others that's on social media that are study, I recognize this young brother, Brother Ben X, who is a very powerful brother years ago and powerful in how he expresses the teachings and delivers the teaching of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad as taught by the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. His delivery and his style and his gift with the camera, his gift with acting, his gift with the skits, his gift with responding and taking in the teachings and doing what we've seen many people have done with these teachings. They've taken them in with them themselves and then they express according to their experiences in life. And I remember this brother years ago saying the age group that he had inside of his following and he wanted to expand that. And I remember that post years ago when he put that out. And now brother Ben X is a powerhouse in many of parents' homes because they use this brother. It's easy just to turn him on with his new videos and his brother's teaching and you can count on him giving good guidance. You can count on if your child asks him a question that he's gonna lead him in the right direction. And he has so many hundreds of thousands of young people listening to him that I thought it was just, you know, my duty to introduce you to. Because you're so powerful, and when I hear you speaking to me, immediately because I want for my brother what I want for myself, so therefore I wanted the same thing for brothers like Brother Ben X, like Jasper Henderson, or, or Matthew Wilson. These are brothers that are around me, and I said, you gotta hear this, I can't just take this in for myself, you know? I mean, I, I, mean, I gotta have somebody else listen to this, as well as Joseph Frazier and my brother Hakeem Hankerson and Frederick Wallace, you know, we talk about what you say to us, you know? And so we're very appreciative, Brother Captain Dennis. You know, we love the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. But I always say to the people, how can you love the minister but don't love the people equally that stood with the minister? So when I first see you, brother, I have tears coming out of my eyes the same way I have tears coming out of my eyes for the minister because I know who the minister had with him and I know that he ain't a one-man show. And I know that Allah is with him, but he's in him through people too. So I just wanted to tell you, brother, you know, Captain Dennis, it's an honor, brother, to be able to be between two powerhouses, man, that I admire. And I know, brother Captain, you're going to tell me, brother, you ain't going to blow my head up. <laughs> Because you're humble too, brother, you know, but I just want to bear witness. And I think that the relationship that we have, the relationship I have with Brother Ben X, the relationship that I've been blessed to have in my life because of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, whether they are Christians, whether they're Muslims, whether they're Moors, whether they're Pan-Africanists, whether they're whatever. These brothers that I have around me, all of us have been inspired by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Whether they're, you know, Black Panther, whatever it is, all of us have agreed upon the fact that we love him with our lives and he's changed our lives. But at the same time, all of us are equally inspired, Brother Captain, to be in brothers like your midst, to be in the midst of Brother Tony Muhammad, Brother Jamil Muhammad. You know, we grew up on you brothers through videos, brother, in prison, and there's still brothers right now, still sisters right now. Growing up off of the work you put in. So I wanted the brother to share this openly, 
You know, you hear that FOI class, do you have an open FOI class now? We know that, you know, study groups is open to the public. So personally, brother, I wanted to share before the world, you know, and how relationships are between us and how we carry one another so that when the youth watch this, watch this video or adults watch this and want to be mentors, you learn, black people learn by what they see and what they're doing. You know, we're not just learners of what we just hear sitting in a chair and a chalkboard. We're into what we see and how we see interaction. That's culture. And that's what a lot of brothers not having fathers like you in their lives, not having that, they don't know. They don't know what it is to see another brother humble himself to his elders and do it out of love and not be no punk in life, but humble myself to you. And the same thing with my brother Ben X. When he comes, I'm humble to my young brother because I was his age, you know? So, and I understand. And I said, man, when I get old, I'm never going to, you know, come down on a youth the way the elders came down on me. You see? So this is what I'm here for, brother captain. And I just wanted to brother Ben X to explain a little bit about his situation because I would like for him to get guidance. Cause I tell brother Ben X don't lean on to your own understanding, brother. You know, I don't do that. <laughs> and I've been studying for 22 years and I don't do that. Especially when you're tackling a beast that is a master of using media and swaying people who one day wanted to literally live amongst you and die with you. And then the next day, they'll just cut you off because mainstream media has put it in our ears so much, put it in our face so much, put it and surrounded it in our schools and everything. That they can come and they can come out and we have to be very careful. We have to seek advice. And I wanted the world to see that list, brothers and sisters, before you go, and shoot another brother or sister before you go and fight another sister. Seek advice. Why can't y'all, who wants to come between each other and kill each other and murder each other and do these kind of things? Who really wants to leave their children? Who really wants to take their children to post-traumatic stress disorder? Who really want to see their child through some bulletproof glass? Come on, man, let's think, man. Are we really wanting to live like this? You know, so I want to go before the world and this is the way we talk all the time, brother captain. And I just wanted to be real with you. I wanted the people to see it. I want them to feel it. I want them to learn from it. And I also want them to understand that the minister said that you, you know, I got an army that you see and an army that you don't see. Now see, there was a time when we used to always see you black man, but we don't see you up there anymore, but you got knowledge, brother. You got wisdom. You've walked with the wise man. So I think it's important that we're able to hear those stories. And I would love for you to share those stories with the world as opposed with just myself. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let me let me say this, um, Brother Larry, and to my brother, uh, Brother Ben. First and foremost, giving honor and praise to Allah for giving me another chance that I may be able to correct yesterday's mistakes. We thank Allah who came to us in the person of Master Fraud Muhammad, and we thank him for the exalted Christ, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, 
and most certainly for his divine representative, my esteemed example, the most honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan. It's in their names that I'm honored to be able to greet you all in the greeting words of peace. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Now, brother, I want to say this to the people. Um, I have these sunglasses on. I don't want them to think I'm trying to be cool. <laughs> but it serves several purposes for me. First, I have been really um, having some health challenges. And the medicine that I've been taking has really kind of been um, making my eyes a little bit more redder than usual. But also, uh, because I have an extreme case of asthma, um, every now and then they give me these steroids. And these steroids, not only do they um, make you pick up weight and bulk you up, but it also sends you through an emotional roller coaster. I can sit up here and watch cartoons and start crying. I can't understand that. So I'm, I get very emotional. Yes, so anything someone says that touches me with about the nation, I tear up a little bit. So I don't, I don't need the people to see old Captain tear up. So I'm hiding my eyes. Yes, behind sir. these glasses, dear yes, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But let me let me say this. I am so honored, brother Larry, and I'm just tickled to death because you did bring me and brother Ben together. It was kind of strange because I didn't know the great reputation that my brother had because I've been so grind in my work that I have not even looked up to see the magnificent work of this youngin. And when you brought him. And said, brother, we, we bring it, brother Ben. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. And, uh, <laughs> and, but then when we started walking in certain sets, and then, you know, I'm looking for them to come over to Captain D, they running over to Ben X. I said, whoa, man, let me take another look at this young in here, man, you know. And I am absolutely have fell in love with my young brother. I was blessed by you, Brother Larry, who brought us together, that we did a tour together. I had this brother with me in my room for 30 days. And let me tell you, the, the, the experience was like Yoda and the young Jedi. <laughs> and if you caught me early in the morning, I looked like Yoda. But anyway, <laughs> to be able to watch this brilliant young man late, at night, listen, man, I have to tell this guy, man, go to bed, son. He's yes, over there on that computer listening to tapes of the Honorable Minister Farrakhan all through the night That's trying right. to find the best cut, best clip for this. And sometimes he would fall asleep with the minister on. Now, he may be able to sleep. But I can't hear the minister preaching. I'm laying in the bed next to side and I can sleep. I said, Ben, turn the minister off, brother. But I know this brother have a deep, deep love for the Honorable Minister Farrakhan. Can't nobody tell me nothing other than that. And of course, you know, he's still young. You know, Ben, 23 years old. You know, he's still got young folk ways. And uh, but I've had a wonderful time because every time we went somewhere, he had a great attraction on young people, something we old heads can't draw. 
and he has a great understanding of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad's teachings and the minister in such a way that he's also humorous. I didn't know he did skits. One day, I was sitting in the, in the hotel room, and I finally got a chance to see one of his skits. And I bust out and laughed, and I started looking at him a little different. I said, this dude got two or three people up in here, man. <laughs> you know? so, so, so I said, this, this man, you talk about civil. He got about 21 folk up in here. But anyway, he's, he's, a, he's a brilliant brother, and, and, and he have enriched he have enriched my life. And when we were on the barbershop tour, I mean, Brother Ben, he's just a magnificent brother. And let me tell you something, man. I thank Almighty God, Brother Larry, that God did not give me an envious, envious and jealous heart. Come on, brother. Teach on I that, brother. I have always been blessed to be able to see the brilliance in other men. I remember reading the biography of... Uh, Dwight Eisenhower, General Dwight Eisenhower. I'm a great student of generals. And one thing stuck to my mind that he said was that, you know, he was able to have the gift to see the greatness and the talent of the soldiers and use that greatness and, and their talent to exploit it for the good of the country. The key words was to exploit it, not for himself, but to exploit it for the good of the country. Well, and when I see great talent like yourself, like Ben, and many, many of the men that God has blessed me over, over the 46 years I've been in the nation, 40 of those years being with the minister, I, I, I've been able to find the best in every one of these men and, and put them on the path that best identified their greatness. So when our brother got to a certain level that he became an enemy, to the devil because this man has something that most young people, most people in America don't have, and that he has the power of attraction over young people. Come on, teach on that, Captain. That is dangerous. Come on, brother. That is dangerous because the youth are the new future. The youth are the leaders of tomorrow, and they need a voice, a voice that they can relate to, a voice that they can see. Brother Ben he's able to identify with our young folk in a way that not only do he talk to them, but he talks to them in a way that they really get it. And sometimes if I were to say the same thing Ben say, it may come off insulting. That's right. But when Ben say it, they understand it. Yes, sir. So when they took our brother and, and, and deleted all of that uh, wisdom and knowledge, come they on. just took off what he put on there, but they never got the masters. So what they did could not delete is Brother Ben. Come on. And so therefore, you know, we just see every knock is a boost and all shut eyes are not sleep and all goodbyes are not gone. Brother Ben, he just getting ready for the second phase of his work. And we stand with him and I got my brother always on my mind and Many people don't know. I call him up, gave him a few pointers here, pointers there, and he's a humble brother, yes, you sir. know, and tell him, you know, watch this, watch it, because that's what we OGs have to do. We have to make sure that we put protection. Remember now, my only goal as a senior commander 
is to make sure that I remove all the obstacles out of Brother Ben's way that he's able to get to the goalposts. Come on. That's it. Come on. This is his turn. This is y'all's turn. This is the youth's turn. And all we OGs can do right now is to block. Block right. and make sure they get to the goalposts. Right. I want to say that to you, Brother Larry, I am absolutely proud of you. Thank you, you brother. You are not short you of a miracle. Dear brother, you are a miracle. Many men do not come out of the belly of that beast and rise to the statue that you rise to. Many don't come out of that beast and not be damaged goods. God has blessed you, brother, to come out of the belly of the beast and open up that fine institution that you have. And you've taken our little babies, brother, and you've given them the knowledge of themselves. You're training and teaching them to be the gods and goddesses that we was taught that we should be. And you're doing it, brother, I mean, with the kind of Islamic attitude of a FOI. And you did not let your shortcomings stand in the way of your success with you and your beautiful wife and your family. So I salute you, Brother Larry. I listen to you to sometimes. Him. Well, I know the enemy be on you. I can tell sometimes you get <laughs> frustrated, brother. You trying to fight them dogs up on <laughs> you know. But then you know, but we all have them, brother. We all have the yes, barking sir. dogs on us. But but it's always <laughs> good to have an encouraging word and say, brother, don't become distracted, Ben. Don't become distracted. Brother Larry, by these sideshow clowns. See, the clown is just to entertain you. But there's always a ringmaster that controls that clown. Come on. We trip up on the clown, but don't see the ringmaster. There's a greater power behind those clowns that we deal with every day. So, brother, I thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. I know we're getting ready for Savior's Day. And the believers all around the country, they're looking at the climate of the enemy popping their ugly head out from without, the enemy popping the ugly head from within. We are in a battle for our life. But let me say this. This couldn't be a better time for a fighting Muslim. And we're in that fight right now, dear brother. Yes, sir. And I'm hoping to be able to ask any questions you'd like to ask me. I'm, yes, sir. I'm here to entertain I do yes, have sir. a couple, couple good war stories, but yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm y'all's guest today. So. Well, well, brother Captain, brother Captain, can you first let everybody know your history, who you are, where you were born? You know, starting there, brother. If you could start with your bio, please, brother. Short bio. I mean, as security. I mean, with Russell Simmons and things you've done. Wow, brother. I mean, you you talking about the short bio? I think nothing short about my life. <laughs> But anyway, Come on, brother. Try, teach him, brother. Teach. No, you don't have to be short, but we got time. Come on, black man. We got time. I uh, Yes, sir. I, I, I born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. I come from a family of 13. Yes, sir. I'm the seventh child. I'm the middle. I'm the seventh from the oldest. I'm the seventh from the youngest. I joined the Nation of Islam in 1972. Uh, and uh, I was blessed twice to go to Savior's Day and see with my own eyes the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. Mm. I loved that man three years before I ever seen him in person. We didn't have access to the honorable Elijah Muhammad like we are blessed to have access to the minister. And we didn't get 
the words from him all the time. So we depended on his representative, his ministers, to come back with the word. And now Elijah Muhammad had some fireball ministers. And one of the things I noticed of yesterday to today is that many of the believers got converted from the minister's words. They either heard him at a venue, they heard a tape, and he converted most of us. But mm. a lot of the ministers of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, they converted the believers in the messenger's name. So it, it tied them to the local minister with a love that was endearing, that was important for them to love their local minister. Because if it was not for that local minister breaking the teaching down, they would never got converted to Islam. And so it was a different kind of dynamics back then. But we lived through what was called um, the departure in 1975. I wind up getting with the Honorable Minister Farrakhan in 1978. Uh, me and Minister Darnell here, local minister here, student minister. And we visited the minister in his home in Damien uh, in December 1978. I remember it was in December because uh, the minister was practicing old school Ramadan that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad used to have us practice in the month of December. Uh, when the imam became the imam, we went back and started practicing Ramadan uh, in accord with a lot of the Muslims around the world. So the, to see uh, December practice was kind of strange because I was three years from that after the departure of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So when we went to the minister's home, he offered us some coffee or some tea. And then he <laughs> said, he said, uh, he says, brother, I'm sorry, I'm not going to have none, which I'm, I'm observing Ramadan, but you're welcome. And I thought it was strange, man, like, wow, well, okay, he's back on the teachings, right? So it was at that day that the minister shared some things with us, and it was that day that I said to him, uh, brother minister, I'm with you to help rebuild the nation. And by the grace of Allah, I've been with that man ever since. And I yes, decided to move to Chicago in 1980, and I became the assistant supreme captain of the Nation of Islam under Brother Theron, who was our first supreme captain. I left Chicago in 1982 and was sent to Buffalo, New York. There I took off my captain's hat, and I went into the ministry. And I was the minister in Buffalo, New York, and got that mosque up and running in Syracuse and Rochester and Erie, Pennsylvania, and the minister had put me over Canada. I left in 1991. Brother Sharif became the Supreme Captain, and the first order of business was take Big B out of the Little B and send it to New York City. And so I was sent to New York City, Mars number seven, as the captain there with Minister Conrad. Brother Jabba, may God be pleased with our brother, he was the East Coast Regional Captain, him and Minister Don in Boston. Brother Jabba had asked me, would I take his place as the East Coast Regional Captain? I was very honored, and I became the East Coast Regional Captain. In the meantime, we have been put on the minister's security detail. I was asked by Brother Ali, who was a minister, it was the Supreme Captain Interim at the time, Brother Frank, to replace Brother uh, Salim, who was the point man on the minister's security team. This was in 
1988, 89? And I said, yes. And so I became part of the F team. And everybody know me to be the point man in the diamond. For many, many years, uh, dear brother, we have been blessed to help the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And, and I want to say this because this is very important. I thought about this the other day, Brother Larry. When you reflect on the great work in helping the minister, you don't realize how much time you put in until you sit back and reflect on it. Come on. But we have been blessed to be with the minister Come on. when we didn't have nothing in the nation. Come on. To be able to sit with the minister or be with the minister when he looked at Moss Maryam and said he wanted it. And then we drove and got it and sit in there. And while he was in there looking at what he was going to do to transform it into this beautiful place it is to be there with him, to know that we didn't have the palace. The palace was uh, part of a frat house of that fraternity group. And wow. then watch us get it. We had to go in and clean it and get it prepared to be able to know that we didn't have a place. In so he called it into our meeting. And then we so he called it into existence. He called it into existence, Brother Captain. And, and Brother Captain, see, a lot of people, they see the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, they think that 20 years ago, what a, can you, real quick, can you explain also about the minister, what he was doing and the power he had in New York and how he was able to move New York and how many mosques he established and the final calls he moved? Can you explain some of the, people don't know he did groundwork, footwork as well. Well, you know, it, you know the Honorable Minister Farrakhan being the national spokesperson, a national representative of Honorable Elijah Muhammad, ever since he was appointed that. He was, his base was New York City. Everybody knew that number seven was the minister's base. The minister did with New York City what nobody have not done to this very day. The number of, of mosques that they had opened up under the minister, the universities that was under the minister, the businesses that was under the minister. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad called New York the heart and that Chicago was the head, but New York was the heart. Mm. There was nothing, brother, that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad asked for that the minister did not bring. He had a, he had a, a faith and a love that was so deep that is manifested to this day. And, and, and New York was, 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 number seven was, they had over 5,000, maybe more FOI. The great Yusuf Shaw. Can you repeat that, brother, Kevin? I mean Repeat that, brother. Captain. What they was that number again? About five thousand FYI, New York. The great Yusuf Shaw, the captain there. I had the honor. The minister told me when I became the captain in New York to sit down with Yusuf Shaw and try to get as much as I can of the history. And man, to sit in the room with that mighty, mighty captain, man, who was not only the minister captain, but he was once Malcolm's captain. Mm. And and New York was so rich. But that's the minister's reputation. Of course, uh, everybody knew there was a situation where the police stormed the mosque in 1972. Teach on that, brother. And um, and it's 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 very historic because uh, I had uh, I had to come behind that that tragedy and rebuild a relationship with the NYPD that we had not had since that incident. But, but the incident is on the record that uh, 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 somebody called in and made a false report that someone is being mob robbed in the mosque. 
unfortunately, the same thing happened to uh, me in 1994 in Mars number seven. Same thing. Somebody called and said somebody was being robbed in the Mars. So repeat, re history repeating itself about 20 years later. That's right. That's yes, right. Yes, sir. Come on, same, teacher. Same, same the, next the next generation, you're like the next generation of Brother, brother Shaw, Yusuf Shaw, and now 20 years later, the same thing, same phone call pretty much is repeating right. itself. Come on. This particular case, this particular time, the police, according to what the report, and he's got, he got separated. He got separated from his partner. And one got caught inside, one got caught on the outside. And the one that was on the inside, he in there scrapping. But his partner on the outside takes the glass. There's a glass that the brothers open up when he looked to see who's going to come in. He breaks it with his hand, breaks it with his hand, and he pokes the gun in. And he's firing indiscriminately. And the person he hit was his own fellow officer. So he died by friendly fire. And this is nice. They laid this is that at our doorstep. They tried to say we did that, but the bullets and the evidence proved it came from his partner. We had to live with us so-called killed this officer for 20 some years, which was a lie. Because if we did, then somebody would have went to jail for sure. What but did the city do, brother captain? What did the city they, do? When they did that, the brothers got surrounded with the city, the police around, the mosque and the people surround the police. And uh, and then they went in, and of course, there was some of them, the minister said they got caught in there, but the only way they was going to get out if the minister escorted them out. This but is the police officers. Was, yes, they were, they, it was so bad, brother, that it was almost, it, was, it really was a riot. But they were going to, they were going to just destroy the NYPD, that's the community. And the minister had to come and quell them from it. But it was a story that, to this day, the officer that was killed, his name was Cardello. His picture is in the 2-8 precinct. And uh, when I was appointed the captain in uh, number seven, Brother Minister asked me, he says, Brother Captain, I would like for you to build a rapport with the NYPD that we had not had in 20 years. And I said, wow, man, you know, I wasn't no great lover of police, but evidently <laughs> the minister must see something in me. And so I had arranged. Hey, family, listen, I know COVID has messed up some of our vision and some of us, our vision for our family and our future looks a little blurry, but we want to help bring the vision back to 2020. We want you to be able to see the success and everything that you plan for 2020 to be. We want to help bring that vision back. So we have a crazy bundle for you going into Black Friday. This bundle, we got Purpose to Profit, which is a full course that's going to teach you how to turn your purpose into a product and that product into a profitable business, six-figure business from scratch. We're going to teach you how to turn your purpose into a product. We're going to teach you how to market, how to scale, how to productize. We're going to teach you how to test. We're going to teach you how to package this product so that you can be able to take it into the marketplace to be able to do great things. Not only with that bundle, you're also going to get private banking blueprint where we teach you how to build your own banking system. Yes, you heard me, your own banking system. And guess what? 
Guess what? It's only going to be for $368. Yes, you heard it. $368 going to get a an actual physical copy of the textbook of Private Bank and Blueprint, all of that course together for $368 all the way up until Black Friday. If you want to move on that bundle, go to visionbundle.com, visionbundle.com, and take action today. Hey, uh, they talk to be able to go to roll call to the 2A precinct. And listen, I took some of my lieutenants, and they nervous, I'm nervous. And uh, the commander, uh, who I have a great respect for to today, he was nervous because this is the first time that a member of the Nation of Islam who is so-called alleged had killed that man whose picture is on that wall Come on. is going to speak to those troops. So I asked the minister before I went to speak, I said, well, brother minister, what am I to say? He said, well, brother, tell them that it was one of the greatest and darkest moments in our, in our history. And that the loss of any life is a great loss of life. And that we hope and pray that through this relationship, this will never happen again. I said, okay. And so when I went in there, it was about 70 cops, man. I mean, I don't know if you know what 70 white police officers look like six o'clock in the morning, they ain't had their coffee. I mean... <laughs> That's an intimidate. They were so intimidated that the commander was bringing me on. He got nervous. Yes, sir. And so Allah gave me the spirit. And here's what broke the ice. I never forget because, of course, I'm a student from the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Come on. And, 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 and Dale Carnegie says in the book, before you criticize or condemn, praise. So when I stood before these officers, I said, first, ladies and gentlemen, let me take this opportunity to applaud you and salute you for the great work you're doing in this community, making this community safe, and sometimes get no appreciation at all for your commitment. In behalf of the nation of Minister Farrakhan, I salute you. Man. As soon as I said that, that posture like this, it came like this. And then from there, we got to talking. And brother, believe me, it was that one speech that had got me into this business that I do to this day. Which come on, life come on, come on now. Training law enforcement and the fruit who was in New York City, they used to love to go in these training to see us handcuff the NYPD. We handcuffed them with their own methods. Come on. But here's what I wanted to say, brother, to add to history repeating itself, because we never told the story when they stormed our mosque in 1994. Come on. The very thing that happened in 72 happened to us in 94. I had did sensitivity training throughout most of Harlem in all the four precincts, the 32, the 28, the 25, the 26. Now, one of the things that uh, everybody know, Brother uh, Larry and Brother Ben, that mosque, synagogue, churches, and religious institutions, they are considered dubbed sensitive locations. Come on. They're dubbed 
sensitive locations, which means you cannot run into a synagogue. You cannot run into a mosque. You cannot run into a church without getting a supervisor. You just, a rank and file cop can't do it. And if there's a situation, the supervisor must come. That's the law. This particular day, now, we had had some situations where we had run some dope boys from out and running the mosque. We had been in conflict. It was a couple battles and skirmishes, and uh, we got rid of the dope boys in front of the mosque. That's all I'm saying. Yes, well, they got a <laughs> so, uh So they decided to call the police department and say, this is on a Sunday now. The mosque is packed. They called the police department and said there's a man being robbed in the mosque. Same story. Here come two rookie cops, a female and a male. Now we got sentinels. We got brothers. You know, you know how we have mosques. I mean, you got two brothers at the front door. Now our mosque is in Fifth Avenue. Everybody from New York know it's up on the third floor. And so here they come. So, you know, when the brothers see them now, I didn't talk to soldiers to respect the police because I'm training them. They okay. But when they can't, can we help you? Get out the way. They pushed the brothers on the outside to the side and went to run up the steps. And when they did that, the brothers downstairs hollered, Hala Wapa, Hala Wapa. And man, look at here, look at here. Brother, when they heard that call, La Wakba, you can hear the foot. Now, we had at least 100 soldiers up in the mosque. Come on. You can hear the feet of the brothers from coming off the, getting on the chairs, coming towards the, the stairwell. Well, they coming, they running up the stairwell, the police, and they get to, the, there's, a, there's a second floor, which is a landing. And when they get there, they look up and see this black tornado coming down. Now it's, oh, snap. Then they look behind them. Here's some brothers coming from the street, coming up. So we got them, we got them in the sandwich. So while they on the landing, the female cop, she pulls a gun out. And what did she do that for? One of the, and this is the truth, one of the youngest, he had to be 18 years old. Come on, brother Captain Teach. Took that gun from that female cop. And when he took the gun from the female cop, she looks at the male cop, says, pull your gun out, pull your gun out. He's looking at her like, well, he just took yours, so you want him to take mine? Teach, rather, cat. So, so, so after they did that, now, now we have always been taught and trained back in the day. If they pull it out on you, you use it on them. I thank almighty God Allah that that was not the mindset of those soldiers. They had it. They could have. See, that, that could have been the difference between yesterday and today. Come on. But they didn't do it. Come on. But they gave them a good boss ass whooping. And, Brother Captain, it sounds like those uh, drug dealers in front of the mosque might have been some agent provocateurs, brother. Oh, no. And hey, listen, there was no question, man. I mean, listen, brother. When they kicked those officers down those steps, <laughs> and, and and then they called backup. Now this is what I this is about the NYPD I I really like about those cops. They really macho. They didn't come <laughs> with the guns. They come when to go toe to toe with the fruit, fist to fist to fist. And I mean it was a brawl, brother. And I mean the fruit waxing them. And so, brother Captain, who was the captain of my time, my assistant, brother Henry, 
He told them, you call your men back. We call your men back. So they was to stand up. The brothers retreated back up into the mosque. And of course, brother, they, they had SWAT. And remember, now, this is the first day of Mayor Giuliani's is on New Year's Day. This is his first day in office as mayor. And it's the first day for Commissioner uh, William Bratton, who was the commissioner. It was his first day on the job. Now, Commissioner William Bratton is a friend of Minister Don in Boston. So he knows the nation. And so, of course, I was in Miami. So networking, oh, brother. Networking? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a call from our brother in uh, the Supreme called me, told me to get back to New York. And then the, I got another call from the commander, one of the police commander. And he said, like, the, his, what's his word? Captain Muhammad, we got a problem. I said, what's going on? He said, listen, man, you know, y'all got a gun, y'all got a unit, da-da-da. And I'm telling you, I couldn't believe it, right? And he said, just wait till the commander come. Don't let nobody take it out. He's going to come and get it, Captain. That's the report we had. I called I call Brother Captain at the time. I said, Brother Captain, do we we have those things in our possession? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Brother Soldier. I said, oh, snap, man. All right, well, look at it. The commander's going to come. The commander's going to come. Don't let nobody take it out, right? Now, check this out. I'm going to show you, man, how God works. Brother Captain, somebody somebody on here on YouTube saying he remembers this like yesterday. So you got people watching, brother, who was there with you, brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh, they probably was in the fray. Yes, sir. That's Yes, sir. This may still be an open case, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, man. So check this out. So so I'm on the phone. I'm talking. I said, look here. I said, look here, Chief. Man, you got people, women, and children up in that mosque. Man, you got to get those officers from out front of that mosque. Now, Chief, he said, look here, Captain Muhammad. He said, I said, whatever, whoever it is, we'll bring them down Monday. But, Chief, he said, all right, let me get. So he talks to Bratton. So Bratton, Bratton says, well, listen, Chief, I mean, listen, Commander, you got a report with Captain Muhammad? He said, yeah. You trust him? Yeah. All right, then negotiate. So he calls me back. So here's how we're going to do this, Captain. He said, we're going we're gonna to have all our officers who's been assaulted stand there. And we want y'all guys to come out one by one, a single file line. And whoever they pick, Captain Muhammad, you got to bring them down Monday for assault. I said, bet. Man, look at here. Now, to white folks, all of us look alike, especially if you put a bow tie on every brother. You know, <laughs> I mean, look at here. I mean, there's a picture. There's a picture. <laughs> the final called newspaper. If you go back, you see them standing there, couple with a couple black eyes. They try to identify, <laughs> and every time one of them come down, they say, "No, not that." Uh, uh, uh. I mean, they couldn't identify but one brother. <laughs> and he was the wrong one, and uh, and they was upset, man. So you know, they left, and everybody got home. Nobody went to jail. So. Uh, the next day, it was all in the newspapers. So Giuliani says he wanted Bratton to make an arrest. But let me tell you something, brother. As God is my witness how, you know, the Muslims, when they build a good minister, Don, may God, I mean, he's, he, he's we call him the Don. He is so respected in Boston. Come on. That when we brought Minister Don in and he met with his old friend Bratton, Commissioner Bratton, they were like old school buddies. So Bratton sees Don, hey, Don, Minister Don. And, uh, and then the first thing Bratton said, it was a private meeting. He says, 
how can we take what's on the front page and put it on the back page? And so Minister Don said, well, you know, uh, Commissioner, Captain Dennis has done many sensitivity training, and he's, he, I like for him to speak. He knows more. I said, look here, Commissioner. I said, the first thing we want to do, we want you to remove the commander of the 2-5 precinct because we train his officers, and they should have known better not to run up in their mosque. He says, Captain Muhammad, we got the recording, and we want y'all to listen to it. He turned the recording on to that 911 call, and I knew the dude's voice. It was one of them dope boys we, we put. Come on. Come on, brother. Boys. Come on, brother. And so, 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 so the commissioner said, it is evident, Captain, that this is a prank call, and they wanted us to get at each other. I said, it is, I, we, we totally agree. So then he says, well, what do you want, Captain? I said, first and foremost, we want a black commander in Harlem. He says, well, you know, he looked at the dude, Deputy Scott, he said, we got it. He said, no, we ain't got no black commander. So he gave us a black female, the first black woman. Come on, brother. Commander Cap. of the Harlem. Come on, the influence. Joyce Stevens. Come on. We were very proud to have her. He gave us that. And uh, he told us, well, you know, we're going to look for your man, but we don't have to find him. Well, it was a long time for, you know, they, they, they pulled up on one of the soldiers. But the minister wrote the judge. This is how powerful the minister is, man. When we was at trial for the brother that they was accusing of the assault, the minister wrote the judge a letter. And the judge at the sentencing of, brother, of our brother, he read the letter that to me says, a beautiful letter by your leaves talking to the brother, by your, the honorable minister Farrakhan. And that letter touched the heart of that black judge. Come on. And he sentenced and he suspended the sentence and gave our brother five years probation. Yes, the sir. police was hot as fish grease. They couldn't believe it. Our yes, brother sir. got out. Allah bless us. I kind of got a little, I, I, I didn't want to train the law enforcement on, but the commanders told me, no, Cam, don't let that set back. But here's the purpose. The purpose is this, brother. Come on, teach, brother. You know, we work hard to build that relationship. And to this day, to this day, the Honorable Minister Farrakhan could go in New York City. Come on. go in Jersey. And they would give him a police escort. The very, the very precinct that that, 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 that that picture of that gentleman is on that wall. Come on, the brother. Minister would come into Harlem and stay at Sister Karima's place. They would assign a 24-hour car outside for the protection of the minister. We escorted the minister with the lights and sound. They always showed the minister mad, mad love in New York City. Stop right there, brother Captain. Stop right there, brother. Because I want to remind everybody who's watching right now. The reason why we're on right now is because you'll see the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan when he comes up and speak many a times. But a lot of times, many of us out of sight, out of mind. You know, you meet some people sometimes and they think that because they're not with you, you're not doing anything. They think that they've been living their life. And then when they call you, they you're just supposed to stop everything you're supposed to do because they have set up in their mind that if you're out of sight, they're doing something. But maybe you're not doing anything. Brother Captain, a lot of people do not understand the work that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan puts in. The love he does have, despite yes. mainstream media, what yes. mainstream media puts out there. A lot of people think that, you know, don't understand that the minister has a lot of influence 
in cities all around the country and other in, in other countries around the world. People don't understand it's because of the work. It's because of the wisdom he's instilled in the ministers around the country, as you all right, as you're stating, you walk, you walk. The name of this is, you know, walking with Farrakhan or walking with the wise man. We know the story in the 18th surah, I believe, of the story of the wise man with Moses and the wise man and Qadir. And you're one of those brothers who can testify because on social media, there's a lot of young people and a lot of older people and a lot of in-between people who speak as if they know who the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is from video, from sound bites, from them reading what Fox News or what anybody else CNN or what, you know, whatever news is putting out there on the minister. They think they know the minister. And what I wanted to do, Brother Coppin, because, you know, a lot of times a lot of our elders like yourself, because of the work you put in, social media don't mean much to you in the sense of that you're not too concerned about people shining the light on you because that's not your heart. Your heart has always been dedicated to making sure that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, as far as you were concerned, was safe. Mm -hmm. And you were always there when many people weren't there. You were at the door. You knew, I mean, you were there when he had to eat. You know the water that comes to him. You know all this. You were behind the scenes, Brother Captain. You were there. It's almost like when I heard about Miss Catherine G. Johnson, the movie Hidden Figures. Yes. And when I met Miss Catherine for the first time and her daughter told me who she was in 2009, she said, my mother did the trajectory for the landing on the moon. Well, you know, I watched Transformers and I see you take talk, you know, they're on the moon. I've watched all kind of things on, you know, Discovery. I've, you know, I've, I've watched, you know, NASA. I mean, I've studied all those kind of things, brother. But I never thought about the person who actually did the mathematics because we think it was computers. Right. All right. But it, I had an epiphany at that time that, wait a minute, a black woman? did the trajectory and I understood immediately how important this sister was. It's the same thing, Brother Captain, that I understand how important you are, but I also know that you know firsthand, a lot of people talking that talk to Brother Ben. You know, you got people telling Brother Ben, oh, Brother, the minister this, and the brother, he defends it, Brother Reza, Islam. The brothers, they are out there just awesome. shutting them down. They shutting awesome. them down. That's brother right. Captain, they shutting them down. That's brother. right. But you know, I wanted to bring a little backing for Brother Reza, a little backing for Brother Ben X, a little backing for all of us who are out there speaking, who haven't walked with the minister, who are just happy to shake the brother's hand, brother. We cry. Can you imagine, brother, us standing behind him the way I cry when I meet the minister, brother? You know. So my point is, <laughs> you understand? Know we cry, but you stood there, power at last, where sold out at Madison Square Garden. You were there at the Million Man March. This incident you were talking about happened a year or so before the Million Man March. Now, see, people don't know. See, people talk this talk, Brother Captain. They talk all this like they soldiers across the social media. They talk all this, I'm this and I'm that, what I do to you, and this and that. They gangsters across the social media. They try to put fear in you, like, you know, what you're going to do with your life. You know, we hear media, they try to put it out there like black people are dying, but they try to 
put it with a narrative to put fear in the black man and the young black men out here, just like they did in the times of slavery. And brother Calvin, when I was incarcerated, I was able to watch on a microcosmic level of what was taking place on the macrocosmic level, which was the level that you and brothers like you, brother Mustafa, Mustafa, you know, brothers, you know, who was standing along with you, brother Jamil, I remember him raising money. And so while I was incarcerated, brother, I was able to get a good picture of when you're doing right. If you're not selling drugs, you're not, I'm talking about in prison. You're not into homosexuality, you're not gambling, you don't have any knives on you. These are the brothers that FOI inside prison. And the more right you became in federal prison, the more of a threat you became to the establishment because they say you have too much influence. I just wanted you, you said, I want, I'm stopping you because can you go into things you've witnessed the minister do as well as that story? I want you to continue with that, with the power of Allah and you bring in and tie those things together, brother. Well, you know, let, let me say this. Thank you so much. But I want to give a shout out. Come on. To every FOI, every MGT. Come on. Who in that in that era was there to secure the minister. Uh, I, it wasn't just me. Uh, when we was in New York, when they surrounded Brooklyn, I mean, Brother Kevin brought his crew, Brother Hafiz brought the Brooklyn crew, man, and they surrounded them. In the community, did the same thing, and, and sometimes, but I, I don't want to be remiss in letting letting everybody know. Come on, brother. There's some there's some very great believers out there that have paid some of them with their life. Come on, brother. And and, 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 and and I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for New York and Chicago, all the ten toes in Muslims, and I, I want you to know, uh, 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 believers. You know, those of us came up under what we call the wartime of our nation. And and in something, as I was saying, brother, you know, the minister, all he said, brother, Larry B, when he looked over there and there wasn't no uh, $5 million restaurant, I'm standing with him when he said, brother, and, and right over there, we're going to build a $5 million restaurant. And then he said, brother, one day we're going to have the finest trucks that these devils make up and down the highway. And Come on. One day this and one day it isn't. And, and brother, and, and, and the minister made it a reality. And we watched that reality come into existence. Madison Square Garden was probably one of the most, this is the first time that I thought that we in the Nation of Islam, FOI, lost it. Mm. You know, we always take pride, in it, no matter what venue, what group of people we have. Come on. Know, we, got, we got this. But this particular, but this particular, um, this particular time at Madison Square Garden, we lost it. And I remember that Brother Khaled was the Eastern Supreme Captain at the time, and <laughs> Brother Khaled had this beautiful uniform, man. Brother Captain, Brother Captain, you know Brother Khaled. Can you can you make that clear? Yes, you walk with Brother Khaled. Yeah. Oh man, Brother Khaled, man, we. Boy, we got some great, great, beautiful stories with our new brother. <laughs> we brother gonna get him out one day. Man. That's right. And, Come on. And, and so, brother, went out there. This mob, he got on a chair trying to tell everybody, back up. 
up, man. And next thing you know, you can see the buttons ripped up off his uniform. He had to get, we had to pull him in. I'm standing, and, and brother, I, hope, I don't know if Minister Kadir is, is, is watching this, but me and brother Minister Kadir was standing there. We're on the inside, and I'm looking at this crowd pressing this sister up against the glass, and, 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 and it's, it was so out of control. It was scary, man. Come on, brother. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, man, you heard, boom, they pushed the glass in. That whole glass of that daggone center came down. Come on, brother. Was coming through there, man, spitting glass out their mouth. And then we and we had to tell the fruit, back up, back up, let them in. Ain't no ain't nothing we could do. And our people came up in, they want to hear them some firecon, man. And they came up in there, brother, and they packed that joint to the rim. Come on, brother. They were sitting all in the house. The place was Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com, www.whatisabstribe.com. Com. And I remember, man, I'm looking, I said, my God, the felt form was overflow. We had an overflow called the felt. It was packed. And I mean, brother, and let me tell you this. Allah blessed me to find the fire that them devils set. I was mm. on the elevator and I got off on, I was getting off on the wrong floor. <laughs> And I seen this smoke, and the dude, the, the dude was oh, uh, uh, was uh, uh, controlling the elevator. And when I seen the smoke, I said, "Wait a minute!" He said, oh, "I ain't nothing, probably, but an overheated air conditioner." I said, "No, no, 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 man, partner, let me off here, brother Larry." When I got off that elevator and I went to the left, and I was going towards, it looks like a locker room. Yes, sir. The closer I got, the more I seen the flames and the smoke, and it was evident that they took a bunch of pile of clothes. They set it on fire. And I said, oh, Allah. And my first thought that came in my mind was, man, if these devils pull that alarm, because black folk was already nervous. Come on, it man. It would just be, it would be, oh, uh, and my wife was out there. Uh, so I run, and we right behind the stage with the minister entourage cars, and the minister was say, I got Brother Sterling, he's a fireman, and some of the brother, brother, roll with me, roll with me. They ran, brother. We ran around there. Thanks be to Allah, there was a fire hose. And I remember Brother Sterling, he grabbed the fire, turning on the water, man, and we fighting the smoke. I got overcome by the smoke, man, and, and we put that bad boy out. Now, that wasn't the plan. The plan was we weren't supposed to find it. They were supposed to pull the alarm. So they went to go pull the alarm to act, you know, to get the, then Brother Leonard told the head people, you pull the alarm, you die. 
because you're not going to pull the alarm after Come we on. put out the fire. Come on. And make these people. Now, let me show you how. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. The smoke never got past the drapes of the stage into the audience. It was all in the, it was smoke, but it, it's almost like a lot put a shield there for the smoke to never come out. So the people never knew what had happened. And I had been overcome by the smoke. And that's the truth. So I never told nobody, brother, Allah bless me to find that fire. But, 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 but go to show you, man, you know, when God is with his man. Come on, that's what I want you to teach you on, Cap. And, and let me tell you, the reason why we not, we not allowed at Madison Square God, because after that, after that situation was over with, brother, they was taking down the chairs. And one of the dudes that was driving, a white boy driving a forklift, hit an MGT with one of the chairs. And boy, what did he do that for? And now we was never allowed to go to the garden again from that situation. Are you but serious? Allah blessed it. It was power at last. Forever Ben plays a lot of it. It was the first time you see the MGT surrounding the minister. It was, it was, I mean, it was, it's a classic. But those of us who was on that security post, brother, those of us who had a search of those of us, man, we, we'll never forget it, but it was one of the most crowning events in the minister's, in the minister's life at a the time they was beating the minister down in New York City. Yes, sir. And brother Captain, you know, that is the actual speech that reached to me. Wow. That, that is the one that made me say, that's it. Wow. Man. Yes, sir. That is the actual speech that reached me and, and a very powerful, and I can still hear it in my ears, brother. Brother Ben X. Man, I'm just tuned in. Listen, like I'm tuned in like everybody else, man. I, brother Captain, I want you to go into uh, some of the things that the minister has built and, and the sacrifices that you've seen the minister, um, you know, sacrifice. I've heard the stories about him having, you know, uh, holes in the bottom of his shoes. I've heard the stories of him having to get those big suits from the thrift store, things of that nature. I've heard the stories about how he mortgaged his house. But if there's anything more or if you can go deeper in detail, because so many people think the minister hasn't done anything. They think that, oh, he's just a speaker. And I seen even one sister. I don't know what she was talking about. She was on YouTube talking about the minister hands is smooth. And because his hands is smooth, that means he ain't put in no work. So if you can, give us the works of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Come on. You know, thank you. Thank you, Brother Ben. People really think the minister is a wealthy guy. I mean, you know, you know, wealth can only be stored up by those who love wealth. The minister's wealth has always been the people. Like, let me give you an example. Come on. The final call newspaper was started out of the basement of the minister's home on Damien. Everything of our nation operation was in the basement of the minister's home on Damien. The minister mortgaged his home to start the final call newspaper. In other words, he'd taken his family's only home Come on. and putting it up to help the believers, the Muslims, and get that paper, the Final Call newspaper started. I remember, man, you know, the minister had this real nice Lincoln, man, you know. I mean, it was real nice. And, 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 and when you would see the minister, brother, and they would invite the minister, let me tell you how much they was giving the minister in honorarium. 
they was giving the minister $1,500 a speech. And that time we was, the minister was flying on, he wasn't never flying first class. Come on. We had one time Minister Donnell, his father owned a single engine plane. <laughs> and we picked the minister up in Chicago on a single engine plane <laughs> and flew him in from Chicago on that single engine plane. And I mean, his father, Minister Donnell's father, smoked cigarettes. So not only did the minister have to sit in there, but he had to go. He had, he had to suffer that smoke. But the minister was always a humble man, brother. Come on, he brother. Never, the minister, listen, brother, when every time we would get some, I remember, I remember this. This is God's truth. I got the minister his first police escort in 1982 in Buffalo, New York. And uh, uh, I got the, it was snowing like all outdoors. We brought the minister to Clark State University. I mean, we brought him to UB University, Clark Hall. He sent me to to, Chicago, to to Buffalo, and I was excited that I'm bringing the minister to Buffalo. And yes, uh, so it was snowing, so I negotiate a police escort. So we in this limo, uh, the minister, Mother Khadija, and myself, and it's a police uh, jeep, lights blazing. We going through the snow, and it's sirens going on. And so, so the minister said, he said, oh, brother, I'm not deserving of this. They gave this to the messenger. Mother Katiza said, hush up. Yes, you're deserving of this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. He's so humble. The minister's so humble, man. Mother Katiza, no, you are deserving of this. And I was so That's proud, right. man, to be able to give it. Such a humble man that don't think much of himself. You Come know, on, brother. He was the, when he when he told this man back in the day when he was on the last my they used to go at the fruit uh, uh, market and go pick up vegetables off the ground. People don't believe that, and you know, and then that you hear and you probably hear this all the time, man. Well, man, Fairpoint got all the money. Let me tell you something. Come man. on, teach on that, brother. Man, Come on. we ain't never we ain't got no private jet. You know, we we fly the minister, man. And let me tell you something, man. That man, he has sacrificed his very life and his family for the cause. And you, you know this, brother. You and you know this. minister with riches. Come brother, on. That, 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 has he tell you it, 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 he come in the world with nothing and he gonna leave out the world with nothing. But but his his richness. Come on. His wealth. Come on. Is the spirit of God. His wealth is the backing of a God to this day who's telling us Stand down, Muslims. You can't fight Satan. Let me at him. Come on. You don't even know how to fight Satan. I know how to get Satan in a way, man, that he would be looking at his own self to blow his own brains out. And mm. if you look at America and the condition he in, you got to say, well, doggone, man. Come on. I mean, we ain't even got to get in this mix. You know, they they, they at each other's throat. So, but the minister, brother, being... He's not a wealthy man. He lives a decent life because we allow him to live a decent life. Come on, life. brother. Teach on we that, brother. We refuse. Listen to me. Come on, listen. We refuse that he ever have to worry about where he lay his head and how he going to eat. Come we on, brother. keep him independent. If it was and up to him, brother. We's able to do what he do and say what he Come say on. because we back him. That's right. Come on. With our lives. So Savior's Day, when we ask to give a gift, man, you can't give a man enough money for the life he's given our wretched behind. You were there. 
And I'm telling you, brother, and let me tell you how beautiful he is. The minister, <laughs> the minister one time told, told us, we security, we were looking, we had to look bad this one particular day. It was early in the morning, about five, and me, uh, uh, brother Supreme Captain at the time, Sharif was brother Mustafa, myself, I killed, I think maybe Sadiq at the time. We were sitting early in the morning having coffee with the minister. And we was must, we must was looking pitiful, you know? So the minister said to us, <laughs> he, said, he said, brother, he said, one day you men would have so much wealth that when they ask you how much money you have, you'll be dropping your head in shame. Now, now, now let me show you the mindset of, of, of us. Well, Come on, I, brother. I, I, I know shortcoming, you know. In my mind, right? Come on, teach, brother. I'm saying, oh, but minutes, you ain't got to stroke us like that, you know. In my mind, I ain't saying it, but this is my thought. <laughs> but evidently, he must have read that thought. And then he said, listen, brother. <laughs> Allah didn't make my mouth to speak idle words. And that is the truth. Come on, brother. And when he was said that to us, from that point on, many of us, our whole condition was changing. I had opened up several restaurants. Brother Sharif had, I know I Come security. on, come on, brother. I killed, had the security. I mean, we- Come on, you know, brother. And, and Allah's not through with us yet. Come on, brother. You know, but the bottom line is, the wealth, brother Ben, is what you're doing. The wisdom, the takes, the words, that's the wealth. That wealth there would feed you and your family as it is doing that. That's right. Come on. It is that wealth that I started the peacekeepers that feed my family from that man. Come on. Which is doing that. And so one day, and I want to share this, I want to share this, what he said to me, Brother Larry. I got a $40,000 contract in Syracuse, New York, training the police department by this Jewish organization. Come on. And I was excited. So I called the minister and I said, Brother Minister, <laughs> they gave me a $40,000 contract to build a report between the police and, uh, and the community. And the minister laughed, but it was a strange kind of laugh. You know, I mean, it wasn't kind of laugh like I thought he was, I don't know, it was a strange laugh, right? So, but then he said, he said, look here, brother. He said, did you know that in the problem book that some of the problems, when you solve them, you receive gold for solving them? And I, you know, I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So he laughed. That was the laugh because Allah gave him the thought. He said, oh, brother, what's wrong with you receiving gold for solving the problems of our people? Yes, sir. He said, mm. brother, why did you think that God put a, put a, a reward with the solution. Come on, the, brother. Teach, brother. Because the more you solve the problem, the more you reward yourself. And I start thinking at that time, brother Ben, man, Nico's got a lot of problems. <laughs> gonna, <laughs> so, man, I'm gonna get rich solving these Negro, these, these Negro problems. <laughs> Come on, teach, brother. But but that's the, that's the truth. Keep when it real, you brother. Solve our people problem, man. You reward yourself. Come on, brother. And we got the solution. This is what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said. I have the solution to the problems of the so-called American Negro. Mm. 
Come on, mm. brother. Uh, man, that's awesome, brother. What else, Ben? What else going on, Ben? Man, uh, when it comes to the schools that the minister built, come on. Um, can you teach on those type of things as well? Because I was I was reading my uh my table talks and I was looking at a sister who was there was uh him, I mean her and the honorable Elijah Muhammad, they was around the table and they was discussing. I think the sister said, Oh, dear holy apostle, I think he got an S. You know, what I mean, that's all of the schools and all of the mods that you have in that city, because what I was telling the, the live the other day, I was trying to explain to them. Yes, the minister. He talks about white supremacy. He talks about the school system. He talks about the food. He talks about all these different things. And one may say, well, I can find somebody on YouTube saying the same thing. Which, which 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 can be true, but what I said was the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has built something in opposition to prove that he doesn't really like what the enemy is doing to us. So if he doesn't like the education in the school, you see he's built schools. If he's talking about the land and if he's talking about the food, you know, we have the ABLE Food Program. So can you talk about the things that the minister has built as far as the schools, you know, even the restaurant? Because a lot of people, you know, say it's just all talk. You know, what has the minister built, built for us tangible? Now, for me, I'm going to be honest, for me, building people is enough for me. Because I can build a building and the tornado can come and, and tear that whole right. building down. That's so my right. thing is, we, the people do also want to know, you know, what is he doing? Come you on, know, as, as far as the schools and, and you know, I want, I want to know. Well, and brother, and, and brother he, Captain, can I, can I add on that? I want to say, and remind the people that you were actually there. You're not reading this stuff now, right? You know, when when he meet with Michael Jackson, you're there. When he meets with you know, with the Russell Simmons, you're there. So I want everybody to understand who we're talking to. Go ahead, Brother Captain. Well, let, let me say this, Brother Ben. And you, you, you hit the nail right on the head. You know, the ministers, the minister knows the best way to lead the people is by example. He has followed the example of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, who have done with no black men. Let me, let me share this with you right quick to show you the power. Our people today, they eat whiting fish. Mm. Go to the store, go to the restaurant and order whiting, but don't even know the origin of it. Mm. They don't even know we were the ones that introduced whiting to America. Come on, they brother. Don't teach, know in brother. In 1973, the Elijah Muhammad imported tons of whiting H and D fish from the clean waters of Peru to feed his people. Come on, brother. I remember having taken that fish knocking on the door, trying to get our people to eat that fish, and they don't know nothing about no whitey? What is that? Is that porgies? Is that catfish, brother? Is that, what is, what is whitey? So we had to give it all kinds of names, pan trout, jack <laughs> We had to sneak names on that. <laughs> our people went down with it. Yes, sir. They, they eat whitey, man, like, you know, we've been always around. We the pioneers. It was once upon a time, man. They didn't, they ate pork. <coughs> now you look at all the conscious men who don't eat pork, bro. Where That's you right. get it from? Come on, mm. brother, teach black man. Who, who gave you that origin? Come on. Now you use the word, word bond. Where did the word bond come from? Come on. Right. You see, all of a sudden you act like you come into knowledge as if nobody paid a price. You had a white Christmas. You had a white Jesus on your wall until who? Until who told you to take Come on, it down? brother. That's right. Teach, black man. You didn't take it down on your own. And some of you still practicing that daggone madness. 
Come on. But you, we pay the price. You cussed us out. Here come no crazy Muslim. You didn't want no bean pie. Bean come bean. on, brother. Beans in a pie. Now, come on. Look, hey, brother, where's the bean pie? Where's the bean pie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at it. Go ahead, brother. And, and, and we the Muslims got to be proud because this took years to change the mindset of our people. And it's going to take some more years to finish changing the mindset of our people. But the minister, he won't say, look what I have done. Mm -hmm. He will say, look what God have done. He never takes credit. I'm telling you, brother Ben, I have walked with this man and honest to God, I have never in my life. Come on, brother. man that is the same way in private that he Come is on. in public. You I know, know it, a brother. Human being other than Minister Farrakhan and probably the only Elijah Muhammad. Come that on. He's the only man that if you met them in private, they the same in private that is. I'm not the same in private, I am in public. Come on, teach, when brother. You see a man that's the same, no matter how you, you know, we don't sit there and walk out there, man. And I thought about this the hundreds and the millions of people. I led the minister out there on that stage. Brother, I mean, I'm looking at it. And I said, my God, we were 20,000, 50,000, 60. That was nothing. That Come was on. nothing. Come and on. He didn't get back in the room after he got through. Yeah, I put it down on him, didn't I, brother? Didn't I? He didn't do that. Come on, brother. He didn't do that. Come on. He would always think he didn't do a great job. Ain't that a mess? Come on. The minister would always think he didn't do a great job. He would ask his brother, uh, how do you think it went? How did it went, brother? Man, how'd you <laughs> come on, brother. Brother, we're about to the business. All right, brother. I don't know. I just, you know, I know a lot. Bless, bless you, man. You was flying up in that joint, brother. Come on, brother. Come on. But, 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 brother, our people have to know, man. They have to, brother. That, that man is a precious, precious, precious gem. That we are all honored to be able to make a phone call, go see him, make an appointment, write him a letter, listen to his tape. But no one day, brothers, one day we won't have that access. Come on. One day we won't have a minister, Lord Farrakhan, in our midst. And that's why every one of you, every one of us, we have to be little Lord Farrakhan. Come on. Because when they look at Ben, they got to see Minister Farrakhan. Yes, sir. When they look at Brother Larry, they got to see Minister Farrakhan. Yes, sir. When they look at the MGT, they got to see Minister Farrakhan. Yes, sir. You ain't got rid of Minister Farrakhan. Minister Farrakhan is in all of us. Come on, brother. And let me tell you, man, the devil thinks he's poised right now. The enemy, Brother Ben, and I'm looking at him coming after you. But I'm Lamont Hill. And I like you, Ben, because oh, you're getting that old... FY, if I somebody had to do throw a punch at you, I knew it was going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 man, I was just, I was just waiting. I was just waiting for you to take a punch. You see, yeah, that's right, bro. You see, you see, it looks mean and I got all right now. All right now. All the FY training just kick in. That's right, brother. Welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> and, and brother, and you coming out swinging, man. That's right, brother. Come on, black man. I like that, man. And we yes. got your back, man. Yes, sir, brother. Hey, look at it, man. Let me tell you. If you want to pack Savior's Day, all we need is a good fight before Savior's Day. Come on, brother. Come on. Let me tell you. The New York Muslims, they know this about me. I used to tell the fuckers when the 
spirit was down, the papers was down. I was telling to put the lieutenants in. I said, you mean to tell me everybody like the minister? Nobody out there that don't like us? I that one that don't like us, brother. One time, and I'm going to share this. The Israelis, the Israeli likes, these brothers who was over Harlem, they would preach sometime. They would start it down in, in Times Square. And they were very disrespectful to the minister, man. They would get out there and they very disrespectful. Some cities, the Hebrew lights, they, they very disrespectful. And so this particular time, Brother Ben, one of our soldiers was selling the Final Call newspaper on 125th Street. And he went to go buy them, man, and grabbed the brother, punched him, and kicked him, and took his papers and threw him in the middle of 125th Street. And uh, and uh, he came, man, for Cavendish. And, and, and let me tell you, brother, Allah is my living witness. It bothered me so bad, so bad, that what I wanted to do, I couldn't even trust nobody to go with me to do it. Come on, brother. The only person I could trust was me. Come on, brother. <laughs> Come I on. Ain't tell on me. That's right. Come on. But 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 Allah blessed me to wait, to be patient. Come and on, I brother. I learned that, and and, and, I, and I believe in this, soldiers. Even when we do a wrong, Allah does not punish us right there on the spot. No, sir. It's down the road that we make. That's right. Trust. Come on, brother. Teach, mm. brother. So, so I said, well, let's 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 be patient. And brother, time got away. Sisters and everybody look book out. What we gonna do, man? You know, I mean, about a month go by. So I had an East Coast. We was we was we was getting ready to do the World Day of Atonement at the United Nations. And so I had a, a FY regional meeting. We had about 500 fruit that came into New York. What year is this, Brother Captain? This is this is in probably uh, when we did the World Day of Atonement. I think we did it right. Uh, Right after the Million Man March. I think it was 96, brother. Yeah, yeah. We did it right yes, there sir. in front of the United States. Yes, sir. I, I'm not good at dates. Forgive me, brother. Anyway, That's fine, brother. That's anyway. fine, brother. We posted, brother Ben posted to know that. So anyway, <laughs> anyway. He put that on the young brothers. <laughs> so, so anyway, so I'm get, I, I get, so I, I'm standing there, I'm talking about 500 soldiers. We, they barking and we getting, so one of the soldiers run up on me and say, Captain, man. You know, them dudes down there, man, talking that smack. The brothers that jumped on brothers. So I said, where they at? They over there so and so. I said, oh, shit, this is judgment day, baby. <laughs> this is the day that's good for the Lord. So I said, look at this. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do today. <laughs> I, said, I, I said, I want us to leave out this mosque in a single foul line. And go around because they, they had their back up against an old gas company with the thing, you know, that's where they set up the thing. And I want you to go the first one and just make a crescent, just pressing them in. And brother, that line was so long, by the time the first one got on 125th Street, the last one was leaving the mosque. We look like ants. You ever see ants in a long line? Come on, brother. And uh, and them brothers kept coming, kept coming. They looking now. They looking, they boxed in. And here I come, I had about, and I had about 10 of the top, top soldiers on the East Coast walking with me. And come then on. my brothers hollered, make a hole, make a hole. And the brothers parted like the Red Sea, right? Come on, come on, Yeah, I come, man. And now, I mean, this dude, they looking at us, they, you can see some of them had fright in the eyes. And so there was an undercover cop who's been watching them, his name was Damon. Damon jumped out the car, 
He runs over, let me know, Cap, I'm over here, man. I'm, you ain't going to do nothing. Cap, Cap, Cap. So I said, no. <laughs> so I told the leader, there was a leader, the leader, I said, my man, you the leader? Yeah, yeah, I'm the leader. Now, the dude that, that hit the brother and threw his papers, he had this big old, like, Moses staff. And he the one looking like, you know, he ready to get down with the fruit if that's what y'all want to do, right? And I'm trying to stop the crew from crushing him. Yes, so sir. I said to the leader, I said, my man, uh, your man right there did a wrong to one of the FOI. And I think we need an apology. Now, he's, he's scared and nervous. Uh, which one was? Which one was? And so he's looking at he looking at his leader, the dude looking at the leader. Now, you ain't going to punk out on me. I said, that one right there. He said, did you? He said, well, I mean, he said, and then he said, this is what the dude said. He said, well, I want to let you know the grounds we stand on is holy ground. So he came on holy ground. So I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute, partner. We own 196,940,000 square miles. Come on. Where we put our feet, we own it. Come on. I said, now, if my brother did anything to insult you, no. I said, well, I think it's best for you to listen to your leader and apologize. So his leader looking at him, he, he like he wasn't. So the brother's like, come on, Cam, just give us the nod. Give us the nod. Yes, I sir. knew if I gave him the nod, man, it would have been, That's like, right. been a wrap. So he said, oh, yeah, man, I apologize. So I tell the leader, I said, well, in the spirit of atonement, I accept apology. I said, but let me say this. You can't come out here and say nothing about the minister no more. Is that clear? He looked at I said, is that clear? Said, yeah. And after I said, man, I did one of the Malcolm X move, Ben. Come on. Brother, man, let me tell you what the Negroes said. Oh, you punk niggas. Y'all talk all that smack. Fruit <laughs> and sit there. Man, look at you. And man, right. they, they were no longer on 125th Street no more. But That's right. through time and patience, we didn't have to go the route that I really wanted to go. Yes, sir. And that's what we have to learn sometimes when we come see on, brother. some of these clowns out here. Come on. Look like they want us to go a certain route on them. No believers. No FOI. No, man. No, we're not going to live the Malcolm era no more. We don't have to put our hands on nobody because come they on. disagree or even they have hatred. They hit Master Farah Muhammad, I understand, in the mouth. And their brothers want to deal with him. And he said one day he would be my best followers. Mm. So we have to be patient. And understanding, man, there's an enemy of self that's in these Negroes that's causing them to say, now it's kind of hard to take some of that disrespect of some of these guys I'm listening to. It's just, it's just hard. But remember, come on, this, brother, big come, big on brother. come on, brother. Come you on, know, brother. Come on, brother. There are some men who ain't got completely trained yet. And them the ones we worried about. The one ain't got all the training. You know, them the ones that say, <laughs> them the ones that say, well, but I'd rather ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. They still, out there. <laughs> they still them crazy brothers out there. And I, I got to say this, man. So, you know, they got to be very careful that these crazy brothers don't come out the woodwork on them. Come on, brother. But come nevertheless, on. let us not lose sight of come what on. we're about. We're peaceful Muslims. And we fight with those who fight with us first. Your man, Ben Raz, he handled that thing the other day. Oh, reason. Brother, oh, reason. reason. Oh man, man! Come I on, brother. Man, my chest was all stuck out, man. That's right. Now you. About my He's so cool, man. He yes, don't sir. Look like he don't look like his voice rise up. I mean, I said this is the, got to be the coolest dude in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, I like his style. God has given, He has given you and and the shifters 
a whole kind of spirit. This is y'all's turn. You will, my brother, be right. a victim of jealousy and envy. It comes with the territory. Come on. And I told you, Brother Ben, when the Honorable Minister Farrakhan, when he prays any one of us, whether he prays us public or whether he prays us private, remember when the minister prays you, he's, he's sprinkling on you Lowry meat tenderizer. Come on, brother. <laughs> His <laughs> praise is meat tenderizer because as soon as he through, man, they're going to eat at your backside. That's right. You Come know? on, brother. It just, it just goes with the territory. That's but right. brother, you can tell that you have the favor of God anytime you hear these people talking about, man, I joined the nation because I heard Brother Ben X. Come on. I heard Brother Ben X. Brother Ben X. So, Brother Ben, you know, you are one of the greatest, greatest uh, examples of how we take the minister's teachings Come and on. relative to our young people that they can Come understand on. and digest. And brother Larry has so much love and faith in you, man. And I mean, <laughs> this dude, this dude, he sit there and he, and, and I believe it, man, that you will be able, brother, to get to our youth with many. Now we getting ready to do the barbershop tour again, Ben. Come on, brother. And I, I mentioned your name. I mentioned your name. There's a couple of cities that they really looking. They have us come in, and I said, well. Uh, I got to go get my man Ben. <laughs> get my man Ben. That's right, that's right, but, brother. But, Come on. But, but, brother Larry, when me and brother was on the barbershop tour, and I want to say this about the barbershop tour. See, we have realized that all of our people are not going to be members of the Nation of Islam. Come on. But we know all of them, whether they accept or not, they Muslims. We got a lesson to tell us. You mean to tell me that they don't know? I hardly believe that, right? Okay. But at the same time, we found out that the best way to organize and mobilize our people is to meet them where they are. And see, they ain't in the town hall meetings. You have a town hall. Now, Ben can hold a town hall meeting, they show up. <laughs> but if, if somebody else had a town hall, they ain't going to show up. Come on. So we realized that the new place is the barbershop. And my brother Ben was with me, man. And I mean, he got some good footage. He got some good stuff, footage, man. But when you in that barbershop, you catching our people, you know, unscripted, you know, and, and they keeping it 100. I did it there in Fayetteville. But I believe that if we're going to get our people, we got to meet them where they are. So right. the media is good. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But you can see what you two can do at any time. They can cut off your internet service and hell, we out of business. That's right. But Come on. The thing that can't stop is our constant interaction with our people in the street. And so the fruit got to get out there in the street. Our communication, which is the final call newspaper. That is the greatest means of our communication. That's right. And if we continue to do that, we're going to win. So we and got to, Larry, we got to, Ben, we got to pack the United Center. You know what that devil said in that autograph post? He don't have the flair no more, Louis Farrakhan. He can hardly get a good crowd, Louis Farrakhan. He has to use- That's what he said, brother. In order to attract the people. Come on. His followers are irrelevant in the Come on. The fruit of nobody. You heard they don't do nothing. Man, when you read that kind of stuff, brother, that's supposed to get you so damn mad to let them know, oh my God. You think we irrelevant? Man, we're going to pack that United Center to the rim and then say, 
now let me know is far kind of relevant now that's our job to do that that's right man. come on brother come on whatever the minister say be we said is that's right that's got to be the spirit of the muslims now we yes, got sir. to make that united center and pack that joint and we got to go with malcolm's words by any damn means necessary come on brother. you alone bitch. you alone can call youth to that center you alone They'll follow you right into the center. Yes, We've sir. got to use every one of our top guns to bring that. The minister has to step out there in a packed arena. If we don't do that, man, then God would punish us. Because yes, the sir. devil, he's to prove him wrong. Prove him wrong. We want to show them use a damn lie. That's right. Use a damn what they that's what happened with Madison Square Garden. See? When God got the spirit and put his spirit in the people, the people came in that garden like you never seen before. So Allah, he's going to bring the people. But doggone it, man, that's all we need to focus on. Savior's Day, Savior's Day, Savior's Day. Brother Captain, I want to say that you're speaking about Savior's Day. You know, that we have a lot of entertainers that go to those Savior's Day that went to the Million Man March. Inspired, the Million Man March inspired Barack Obama, Will Smith. Many a people when he wasn't even Barack Obama. Now, when I say that, brother, I want to say that you're speaking on, brother, Savior's Day, the believers, those who love the minister. You are there when entertainers come to the minister. Ministers helped a lot of entertainers and a lot of actors, a lot of athletes. He's helped a lot of them financially. Many people don't know that there's a lot of people that they praise that come to the minister behind closed doors. Yes, yes. You were there, brother, also during the big East Coast, West Coast beef, brother. Between yes. you, you remember all these kind of things, brother. Hip-hop alone inspired the new... I mean, we know that hip-hop, without the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, without the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, hip-hop wouldn't be what it was when we were coming up with Public Enemy. I mean, everybody, Erica Badu, even she was influenced by a brother, you know, when she was younger, who inspired her. I mean, you can, we can name it for days, brother. The inspiration that the ministers have, that many people, they don't, you know, the minister, I got an army that you see, an army that you don't see, the congressmen yeah. and, and, and congresswomen who do support the minister. Yeah. What I'm saying is that we know that the minister is cyclical, that there's a cycle in their attacks on the minister, but also when the minister puts his hand on a brother, like Brother Ben X, you know, and then, like you say, praise him in the public. And then when you do something like that, then the enemy then, as they were looking for Jesus, not when he was an adult, they were looking for him before he was born. They yes. was looking for him to kill him when he was a baby to eliminate him. So when That's we look right. at brothers like Brother Ben X and Brother Reza, these are babies. You know, and we consider ourselves babies too, brother, but we're speaking of <laughs> babies in this knowledge, please. I'm just a student. So we consider ourselves babies as well, brother. But when we look at brothers like Brother Ben X and then we see Lamont Hill, the litmus test, before we close yeah, out, yeah. brother, before we close out, speak, please speak also on this litmus test that. Hey, listen, family, if you want to learn how to build your own banking system, yes, I said it. Build your own banking system. We have a wonderful course, over 30 lessons, 25 hours of content that also comes with a 268-page textbook. Yes, 
textbook that's going to teach you how to build your own private banking system with your family. Let me tell you something. You don't have to be rich in order to do it. Inside of this, go to privatebankingblueprint.com, privatebankingblueprint.com, and we're going to show you exactly how you can build your own private banking system for your family. Guess what? Say bye to credit. Say bye to debt. I'm going to show you how to do it with our private banking blueprint. See you there, privatebankingblueprint.com. Barack Obama had to face that every black man wants you rise up. And then we see these little jokers around here who are speaking, using some of the teachings, but then condemning, you know, the roots from which they get it from, you know. So my point is, can you ex explain maybe one story of an well, entertainer when you was there who have come to the Honorable Minister Will Sparkin and that experience? Well, let, let me say this. <clears throat> We have great weapons in our arsenal. And every weapon in, in any military arsenal have a different payload, have a different uh, explosive uh, charge. We have the Dr. Wesley. Come on, come Sister on. Ava. Come on. Brother Nuri. Brother, that's right. We, I mean, we, 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 we got some... Tonys, we we got some hard hitters, man. I mean, these are arsenals in the minister's weaponry, and we want to bring them on this show too, brother Captain. And, and let me say this: let me say this. I was saying to brother Ben one time, these young people out here are missiles without a guidance system. There's no way, man, you ever want to fire a missile that doesn't have a guidance system on it. It's something to come back to where it started. Brother Ben, by giving them the Honorable Minister Farrakhan, he was introducing to them the guidance. The minister is the guidance system. So Ben was strapping the teachings of the minister on these youth, which mean now they are guided missiles. Come on, and brother. And these, these ain't missiles going to fall in. These are missiles you can guide them now. Come on, brother. It was absent of guidance. So, brother, Ben was strapping guidance, guidance on him, a guidance system. Who Come has on. the guidance? The minister. Come on. He has the guidance. And let me tell you about some of the celebrities. I was there when the minister met with, uh, 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 I remember with the first hip-hop summit the minister had at the palace. Come on. Fat Joe never flew on a plane. He was scared of flying the flat. Come on, Joe, teach on that, brother. Chicago. And 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 and, and <laughs> there was a beef. There was a beef between uh Cube and Common. That's right. And that beef between Cube and Common was settled right there at the minister's table. Come on, brother. The minister told every one of them there, P. Diddy, all of them that was there, he says, you have to do a song called The Hidden Hand. He asked them, because the minister was showing them there was a hidden hand that got y'all You teaching, brother. You teaching, brother. So, so, so the minister asked, I remember Fat Joe in New York said, tell the minister I got a, I got a tape that I did. He might hear like it called The Hidden Hand. Now, you can tell all the celebrities, man, I'm telling you, those, man, I mean, my man Russell, he loved the minister. I mean, Russell, man, when the minister go, he give the minister his his place to stay every Savior's Day. Give the minister a nice Savior's Day gift. Come he on, never. I mean, you know, Russell. He's still Russell Simmons, and uh, and 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 then you know, I remember 
I remember one time Suge Knight got a little beside himself. One time. <laughs> Come uh, on, we was at the we was at the fight, one of the Mike Tyson's fight, and uh, and it was Suge Knight and and Tupac, and then the minister of me was, was Brother Supreme Captain Mustafa with Sharif. I'm behind uh, them, me and Akil. And so when Tupac sees the minister, they both had these derbies on it. And Tupac drops to his knees. Wow, come on, teach, brother. Teach, and brother. The grabbed Tupac, picked him up, and hugged him, man. And he was bound to the minister, right? Now, Shook's standing there with his cigar in his hand, right? He ain't said nothing. And so I'm looking at my man, Shook, and so, you know, so as Tupac was ready to move out, so, so, so Shook made a couple of steps. Then he turned around and threw his hand behind him and said, what's up, Farrakhan? I said, no, that Negro didn't. Come on, brother. Man, he didn't get out the door good. We had about 25 FYI on him talking about, no, man, you're not going to do No, man, I, I mean, it, it, got, it got out that everywhere Suge would be, he had to apologize to the fruit. He didn't mean no disrespect. Come on, brother. Come on, you brother. Know? And clearly, clearly, brother, we don't care who you are and what you are. You know, you're not going to dish the minister. That's right. You know, don't get so crazy, man, that we can't touch you. Come on. But that was that was it. And Shug was trying to explain, no, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean no disrespect. Well, you better say something, partner. Brother Captain, can you tell the story of the minister going up? You remember the time he went to Philadelphia when, when they wouldn't let him in on a Mike Tyson fight? Oh, That's yeah, That's Donald, Donald Trump. Donald Trump wouldn't let him in. Yeah, Donald Trump really kicked us out of his casino, to be honest with you. Come on, teach he on said, it, brother. Mike Tyson had tickets for us ringside to see him in the Sphinx fight. And uh, I was the one supposed to have been the one to pick up the tickets. He said that Yusuf Shaw had the tickets because Yusuf Shaw used to used to chauffeur for Don King. So 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 Al oh. Sharpton said, Mike, that, that, that Don King gave the tickets to Yusuf Shaw and I was supposed to meet him at, at, at uh, uh, the toll booth. And so yes, I was sir. supposed to pick up the ringside ticket. Now the minister and Mustafa and, and Akil and, and, and Brother Sharif, they all with the minister up in Atlantic City in, in, in the Trump uh, Hotel, waiting for me to get these tickets, you know, for the fight. But the fight coming and everybody keep calling me, D, you got the ticket, you got the ticket. I said, man, that, this dude ain't showed up. So, 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 so Sharif with the Supreme said, man, come on back, come on back. So I beat it back to Atlantic City. And then that's when Sharpton gave the word. He came up to the minister, you know, uh, uh, Don King. I say, he said, uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, don't want you into it, want you in this casino. And that's why, you know, you didn't get the tickets. And, and who now, said this? Who was this saying this? Donald Trump. Uh, uh, Sharpton was telling this. Al Sharpton. That, that, yeah, it was telling yes. this that Donald. That so Donald Al Sharpton could get in, but they're telling him that the minister couldn't yeah, get in. Yeah, and Jesse was there, too. Was Jesse there, Jackson too. was there, too. You he got to teach, there, brother. Teach, he brother. Was there, he was there. We, we, can't, we don't know. That, well... Be honest, we, we don't know if Donald Trump did say that or not, but that's what came to us. And nevertheless, um, you know, the minister, you know, it's okay, let's get out of here. So we said, you know, brother minister, we can get up to Philadelphia in time enough to go to Spectrum and we can watch it on close circuit. He said, okay. So we called brother Captain Gregory and the brothers in Philly said, listen, we bringing the boss, man, get us some seats, da, da, da. So we got the minister in the vehicle, right? And, you know, we, we we driving, you know, to get in, and, and the minister's quiet. You know, he's quiet, man. And uh, and I never forget his words, man. I did his rings, he says, he says, brother, no human being likes rejection. Come on, brother. Come on, T. So he was hurting, and, and, brother. And when he said that, 
when he said that, that let me know the human part of that man. Come on, brother. Teach on it, brother. But then he said, but that's the price I got to pay. So many people ask me, Brother Ben asked, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made a hundred in $30,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made 130000 in two days. Peace. And so we was already upset. So now we get to Philadelphia. We get to the spectrum, right? So we got to see the soldiers bring us in. And we in jogging out there. Don't nobody know this is the minister. So we sitting there, man. And, and man, and uh, Mike, Mike comes out. He knocked Michael's speech out in 90 seconds. It was the quickest knockout almost in boxing history. And if That's you right. had went to go to the bathroom, if you was getting something, if you was, if you would just turn around and put your coat down, <laughs> it was over with. That's right. Come on, brother. And the people were so upset. Come on. That this is it. I didn't I didn't pay the five hundred dollars for an outfit. I didn't bought these tickets. I didn't this is That's it. right. I, and one man had popcorn and beer in there and he threw it off the balcony. <laughs> and the beer and the beer hit hit the Supreme Captain Lucifer, right? And, and it stretched <laughs> off him. So, 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 so the priest, man, let's get Pops out of here. So we we get in the minister. And Pops is the minister. But Pops is the minister. Everybody's crowd and trying to get through the exit. And there's a big crowd of people. Now, we already a little upset. We got kicked out of Atlantic City. Moose <laughs> for mad because he got beer thrown on it. So we, we got a little chip on our shoulders, right? <laughs> so we started with a little trot. You know, pushing people out the way. You know, the minister, he like uh, uh, like the boxer with his arms on our shoulders. You know, then the trot moved to a nice little pace. Next thing you know, we throw, we punching people now. And we throwing up to the side. The minister said, brothers, brothers, man, shoot. <laughs> man, we was getting this frustration off, right? And we was bearing a hole. So somebody hollered, hey, man. Come on. That's Minister Farrakhan. And let me tell you, brother Larry, this is the God's truth. They parted like the Red Sea. Come on, brother. Them brothers and sisters full of Farka, Farka, Farka. And now we, I mean, ain't nobody in front of, you know, we in a little trot like he's a chap, you know? And I mean, the minister waving, Farka. And man, and when we got the minister in the car, you can see the tears in his eyes. Come on. Brother minister, these people love you. And brother, we needed that boost, man. Come on, brother. We needed that boost. Y'all are humans too, minister, brother. The minister, man, look. But we got a couple punches off, man. We were a little frustrated. <laughs> we the team were a little frustrated. I mean, we talked about, we laughed about that. Man, <laughs> brothers, brothers, man, we pulling them off, man, brother minister. We just got kicked out of Atlantic City. Then that man knocked the man out of 92nd. Then Moose did some. So they lost. So, brother Captain, they lost a lot of money. A lot of money was lost. Now, what you're saying is that. The minister went, they put him out of Atlantic City, wouldn't allow him, Donald Trump, who is now president, put him out of his casino. Yes. Al Sharpton was there, Jesse Jackson was there. All right, the minister gets put out. 
The minister goes to Philly. By the time y'all get there and before you write me, you get in, the fight is over. So millions and millions of dollars were lost. Am I correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, brother, to, 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 to pay for a fight that you're looking to go 15, I mean, 12 rounds. There's a lot of advertisements and everything in that, brother. It, it, it's over 90 seconds. Come on. I mean, brother, I mean, it was, it, people was, I mean, people was upset, brother. It yes, was sir. a riot. Um, yes, I sir. didn't know what happened in Atlantic City. Yes, but sir. But I'm sure, now, you know, everybody wanted to hear the story when the dude tried to fly into the, into the ring with, with, with the parachute, right? Yeah, yes, so, sir. Come on. The Muslims, the Muslims see that on, 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 on national television. I can't tell that story because I was not there, brother Captain Akil. I knew they was going, so I was watching it. On, on, on close circuit, because I yes, knew sir. the ministry was there. And when I seen it on close circuit, the first thing I thought, oh, man, it's a hit on the minister. That's, that's what came to my mind. Yes, sir. You know, but man, when I seen the Supreme Lucifer, Shaheed, and <laughs> I kill, I kill, I mean, they was putting a whooping on this dude, man. <laughs> you know, Jesse was there, man, but the fruit, they had the minister, they, they backed the minister, they put a whooping. Do you know, brother, <laughs> some years ago, they said they found that dude uh, uh, in the desert in Vegas, and, uh, and, and, and the mafia was upset because he messed with money that night, and, uh, and they made that dude pay a price, but he went to the hospital that night from, from the brother putting that good whooping on him, but, yes, but, but man, uh, they, yes, I sir. still got to tell that story. That's, that's just, I watched it on television, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> but, but. I, I wanted to go into, uh, because as you said, there's a lot of people coming out against the minister and disrespectful and getting in the gut as the minister would say, things of that nature. So from a captain uh, perspective, what advice would you give to the nation and the believers and the people who you know follow the minister on how to respond to this? Uh, because one in particular, uh, you know, when when the, when the believers began to respond, you know, they want to now call the FBI and, you know, get the police involved. And we know with social media, you know, that's that's easy to get people, you know, in trouble. So can you go into that and then talk about some stories of the minister and how he was sh show mercy on our people come and, on, you know, the, the, the gratefulness that he had? You know, we know he has the power to make certain moves, but. I want you to, you know, give us some of the stories of how he was grateful and showed grace to some of our people who was maybe disrespectful to him. Come on. Well, you know, brother, that's a good, I'm glad you, you asked me that. I want to say to, to, to the believers, you know, uh, we have a lesson say, can you pull a muscle? No, not nowadays. We always knew when I pushed up on Reverend Jackson in New York, which I shouldn't have done. The first thing uh, the minister said to me, he said, brother, what you did in going after Jesse, his words, this was his word. He said, the devil could pop Jesse and lay that at our doorstep. What the minister was saying is they create the beef. Hmm. And if any one of these people come missing, they the one who's going to take them out the game, but they would lay a bow tie at the scene of the crime. Come on, teach, brother. Hmm. Come on. See, 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 they can see them niggas couldn't debate with him, man. See, they had to kill the brother, man. That's what I'm telling you about them niggas. Come on, that's what they, they say, brother. They, and, and they don't know that they that they being played by the devil. So we have to be very careful of what we say, even myself, man, on this social media, because you know, a veil threat is a threat. And and and, and they ain't they ain't these these people 
the, it ain't that we gonna get at them, but the enemy would get at them. Now, let me give you a good example when you say a forgiving heart. Now, I ain't told this story before publicly. Come on, the brother. Minister, the minister was speaking at Albany, New York, after Reverend Jackson was running for the president, president of the United States. Come on. That Albany speech, brother uh, uh, Ben, that was the speech that got him in trouble with the Jews. Come on. That speech is when he said, we can afford to lose an election, but we cannot afford to lose a Jesse Jackson. So he stood up for Jesse Jackson. Yeah, that, that, that particular speech, the minister, yes. it was at the Black and Puerto Rican caucus. I'm standing behind the minister. The minister threw down on the stage, came up on the stage while the minister was speaking was uh, uh, Malcolm X's wife, Betty Shabazz. Come on. She's sitting there. And, and, and you know, I'm on security, but I'm looking at her face and I, I ain't feeling it, right? Mm -hmm. so, so when the minister gets through from speaking, the choir... You know, a gospel group, they singing and the place loud. And the minister, you know, he go to sit down. And when the minister go to sit down, he see Betty Shabazz. <clears throat> so when he sees Betty, the minister immediately gets up. He goes over to her. I'm, 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 on this, I'm with him. He goes over to her and he go to put a hand out and she grabs her hand back. It says, don't you, don't you keep my, your, keep your, my husband's name out of your MF mouth. She says, and my husband, he got you off of drugs. And you talk. And I mean, I'm looking at her the way she's talking to the minister. And I mean, the minister, he's, he's, he's been down real humble. But I'm glad the choir was, was playing loud because the people couldn't see him. And the words she was saying, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm not, I was like, Betty, smack the taste out of this chick's mouth, right? Now, that's how I'm thinking, right? Yes, yes, sir. You know, that, that's my mindset. Okay. Yes, yes, sir. So, 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 I, you know, hey, hey. <laughs> that, that, might get, you know, I don't get, dog, might get some dog, trouble. This my man, all right? French, I'm going to get no trouble. So, 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 I mean, that's how I was thinking. I mean, I mean I'm keeping it 100, okay? I know, brother Cap. So, we so, just so, trying to protect you too, brother. So, 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 anyway, so, anyway, uh, so the minister, you know, he go to sit down, and you can see the minister was rattled. So Jesse tells everybody, let's go downstairs. But Jesse didn't know what happened. So I'm looking at the minister. So I go over to the minister. I said, well, brother minister, you know, sir, what, what should I do? What should I have done? He looked at me. Let, let me show you what the Come on, brother. Come on, me. brother. Teach on this, brother. He said, brother, you wasn't to do nothing. Mm. He said, brother, if she had spat in my face. Come on, I brother. I was supposed to take it. I had not seen that woman in 20 years since Malcolm was assassinated. Come on, you teaching, brother. He said, brother, Malcolm used to drop her off at my house. Come on, brother. Teach, brother. Thing, how dare you think about doing something? Now, he, he checked me. Come so on, everybody brother. Everybody here that you ain't got to worry about, Captain D got checked. All right? Come on. I understand, brother Captain. Yes, sir, now, brother. Now, teach, ten brother. years later. Let's, let's go 10 years. Come on, teach, brother Captain. Kabila Shabazz, Betty Shabazz's daughter, hires a hitman to kill the minister. The guy scoop her up. Come on. It gets out. And everybody said, I'll be doggone, man. But then the minister, he puts the word out 
that he wanted to meet with Betty. And he wanted to meet with Betty because the minister was not going to let these FBI guys get Kabila. And so the minister, he got hold of Hakeem Motobudi and, 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 and some people, and, uh, and a meeting was to be arranged, right? So guess what? So, so she said that we meeting at a disclosed location in New York airport. So the minister tells me to go get Betty. Now, this is 10 years later. This is the same woman that cussed him out. Now, I got to go get her because the minister wants to, to build an alliance and stand with her to free Kabila. Hold mm. on, hold on, hold on, sister. I mean, brother, you're saying that a sister who plotted on Malcolm X's daughter, given history, because you were there, we read about it, but you was there, brother, that the feds then came and arrested her because it was all a plot anyways. Right. It, was all, it was all a plot anyway. She was being manipulated. That's right. She went along with the plan to attempt to assassinate the minister. And you're telling us, brother, what? Then the minister, he, he says up in a, a meeting and he tell me, go get her. I said, okay. So I go get that. <laughs> what you say, I, brother Kelly? I go get her, and you know, she ain't leaving till Hakeem came in. They come, and I take her to the disclosed location, right? Yes, and in this meeting, Mother Khadijah, I mean, all the officials, and brothers, I mean, I'm outside, you know, on security, you know, they in there handling. And so the door opens up, right? Mother Khadijah comes out, and she got Betty Shabazz on, you know, like two schoolgirls. And Mother Khadiza says to me, Brother Captain, where's the bathroom? I said, this way, Mother Khadiza. Now, I'm leading them to the bathroom, but in my mind. Come on. Damn. Hmm. Man, they, they was enemies yesterday. Come on, brother. And then that night, that night, brother, at the Apollo Theater, we settled the Malcolm era. 30 years, we buried. A beef. Come on, brother. And, and, and Betty Shabazz was with one of our brothers, no longer with us, uh, uh, gave her some bouquets, the fruit did, and, and we honored her, and, and it was hugging, and, and even though it wasn't no real love feast, but we settled it. Come on, brother. We settled it. Come on. And, 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 and I'm sitting here saying to myself, and then now Betty and the minister and Betty and, and Mother Khadija, everybody's talking over the years. And then I never forget their brother when Betty Shabazz they did a memorial for her in Chicago, and the minister was the keynote speaker. Good gracious, and I'm brother! Standing there, brother Larry. People don't know this history. And the minister tells the story that one of my security at a time when she had said X, Y, and Z wanted to hurt her. You can hear the people said, "Who in the hell would want to hurt Betty Shabazz?" Come on, brother! I'm praying to God. That the minister don't, don't throw me on the bus. Look what the minister do. Look what the minister do. He looks. But there is Brother Captain. Teach, but brother. I you, I said, oh, no, he didn't. Y'all oh, know he didn't. He didn't. Oh, man. Yes, These niggas looking at me like they want to get at me, man. Like I, I said, yes, sir. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you, Brother Captain? Da, 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 da. I said, yes, sir, Brother That's minister. right, brother. Come on, yes, brother. Yes, sir, Brother Minister. See? 
True story, brother. Come on, brother. True story. Come on, brother. Talk about that Malcolm stuff. If Malcolm's wife and his family forgive the minister, then none of you Negroes got nothing to say about the Malcolm here. And 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 they had to drop that charge on his daughter because the minister. And they freed her. Come on, brother. Come on, teach, black man. And that's how you know when a man who had come a long way, and this wasn't just one person, he had people, man, that had repudiated him. There was once upon a time that my man, Man Barry, talked about against the minister. Come on, brother, teach. He gave Man Barry. We know all of them. We could call the roll. Come on, brother. We could call the roll. The litmus test. They wind up. They wind up. The minister come to the aid every time. Every time, every time, brother. That's the kind of man he is. Come on, He's brother. Man teach, brother. His enemies, man. And when you Jesse repudiated the minister, that's why I went after Jesse. We had they wouldn't give Jesse secret service, brother. Come on, and teach on it, brother. Captain. The fruit secure him, and I and many at FY New York secure him and his family, man. And then come we on, brother. Over to Cuba, and they said Farrakhan did this instead of calling the minister. And say, Brother Farcon, did you say that? He didn't do that. Come on. He repudiated the minister before he called his brother. Come on, brother. You're teaching. What and did the minister do? We had the minister on the standing free. We standing there. We had the minister didn't know Jesse repudiated him. And then all of a sudden, Sandy Freeman, the news reporter, said, Well, we have a statement here from Reverend Jackson that he had he had repudiated you. And uh, they read his words. And then look what the minister said. He said, well, I don't know if my brother did or not, but if my brother repudiation of me would get him to the Democratic Convention that he so earnestly earned, then that is a repudiation I accept. I said, my man, my man, my man, my man, my God. He never disappoint us, brother. Oh, did he take it to the next level? And then when this dude repudiated man, and then when the minister asked Jesse to get on board for the Million Man March, come on, this dude hesitated after the minister is hated by the Jews because of you, partner. I, 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 hey, man, I just lost it. Got in trouble. Got in trouble. You got in trouble, brother Captain. Hey, that's it. I'd rather ask for forgiveness than to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> hey, man, I'm still, I'm still asking for forgiveness on that move. Yes, sir. You know, but, brother, listen, this is true stories. You know, we just love the minister, man. Yes, sir. You know, our people have to understand. We love him. And we, and as that brother, brother Richard, one of the ministers said, and, and I love him with that sick kind of love. I saw that. He said, I got that sick kind of love for the minister, man. Yes, you know? sir. But brother, he has championed our people, brother. And when he went out the country, and I'm telling you, man, the minister never sold us out. The minister speaks strong for black people, no matter where he's at. I'm a witness bearer. I'm gonna tell this one story. We gonna be through, brother. We be Come gone, on, right? Come on. Yeah, we got about five minutes. I got to take Zion to the doctor. I think. Okay, yes, look at <laughs> right quick, right, right quick, brother. We 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 get in Ghana. And when we get in Ghana, man, the military, like Lieutenant Rawlins, he, you know, he's in power. It's a military move in Ghana. And man, when we flew in on, on, on Michael Jackson private plane, you know, we get out there. There's all this military hardware, man. These soldiers, these chiefs. And there was this daggone, there was this 
you know, they would have this Jeep with this 50 caliber in it type thing, you know? So, you know, we get out, you know, the security brother, you know, we, we rolling, we rolling with the minister. So we gets in the car. So normally the security, you know, we get in the backup, you know, the backup vehicle. So, um, so we get ready to get in the back of the and then that, that big old 50 caliber pulls in front of it. And we, I, I said, yo, yo, my man, my man. I said this to the brother. I said, yo, my man. I said, uh, you know, we the minister of security. We got, you know, we got to stay behind the minister. He said in his beautiful African voice, he said, brother, when he's in America, he's your concern. When he's over here, he's our concern. Mm. And he pulled that damn thing back. I said, okay, what seat, what, what, what car we get in <laughs> That's right, brother. Come on. What, what, what the car we get in now? That's right, Let brother. Let me tell you something. The President Rollins put his top presidential security on the minister. And man, let me tell you something, brother. Their attitude was, if, if, if this is what the man told us while he was out secure. He said, if any one of these guys fall asleep, we don't send them home. They fall asleep. This the president said, they fall asleep, we shoot them. Mm. I said, man, that's security there, baby. Yes, sir. That's security there. But anyway, brother, these were great stories, man, and, and the love they have for the minister. Brother Cap, let me tell you something, brother. You have sparked off. I don't know if Brother Ben X going to continue your show. You think you're going to continue your show like this, Brother Ben X? I tell you, brother, this is a powerful show, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got to have some more. Yes, sir, brother. I know you got plenty of stories, Brother Cap, man. I think the people I'm listening, I mean, I'm listening to you and I'm watching the people respond on your page, Brother Ben X. People are loving it. Brother Captain, you're well-deserved to get this message out. The people are well-deserved to hear it. Brother Ben X, I think, brother, you know, I see pioneers, you know, saying, and this is closing the gap, brother, you know, saying, walking with the wise man, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I was there. Those who were actually there. It's one thing for me and Brother Ben X to be out here defending the minister, talking about what we, what they done for him, this. But it's another thing for people who actually sat at the door, sat there at his bedside, sat there, you know, on the plane, sat there and saw everybody doing what they're doing. So thank you, Brother Captain. Thank you, Brother Ben X. It was an honor, brother. Yes, sir. Let me sir. say this to everybody. Remember, be security-minded believers. To our people, man, let's go out here and make our community a safe and decent place. There's a serious attack and assault on women today. Come on, brothers. We got to protect our women, man. We got to protect our girls. Yes, sir. And let's, let's get in that FOI spirit, brother, and get on our dean. Thank you, Brother Ben. Thank you. I hope I didn't say nothing that was offensive to anybody. No, my sir. Family who's listening, man, please. We just having a good time. And I hope I didn't say nothing to insult anyone. But those are the true stories. I didn't make none of this up. That's right, and, brother. Uh, we just wanted to give it to you straight with no chasing. Thank you so much. May God bless you. And whenever y'all want me, man, I, I'm here. I'm here, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, uh, I got to get out of here. Uh, thank both of you all, as always. Uh, I guess in the comments section, what you guys can do, let me know who y'all would like to interview next. You know, one of the pioneers, one of the, the OGs in the nation Come of on. Islam. And, Come on. You know, me and Brother Larry can contact them and get them on, and we can do like a little series. So with that being said, thank you all for checking out the Brother Ben X show. Remember, Today is the first day of the rest of your life. You can make the rest of your life the best of your life. Choice is yours. Assalamu alaikum. Well,